It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Loyalty Talk America live on the weekends, and you can get more information at jiggyjaguar.com. JiggyJaguar.us for the app. Download the app in all the Android stores and uh, get a hold of us, like I mentioned, online, JiggyJaguar.com. 50 plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world. iHeartRadio as well. And of course, let's tell you about one of our fantastic new marketing partners. We've been talking about them all month. We're going to continue to talk about them. They are absolutely, absolutely amazing. It is a brand new book. It is called What About Us? We Are Victims Too. Men Who Are Victims of Domestic Violence. Check out the website, What About Us? We Are Victims Slash blog slash. The book is geared toward men. The book talks about the injustices men face as it pertains to domestic violence, identifies types of the abuse, and gives resources for men worldwide. You can check out the link at whataboutusweareevictims2.christylove.com. Slash blog. Slash. And uh, it is absolutely amazing. We need you to go check this book out today. It is, what about us? We are victims, too. Men are victims of domestic violence. Get a hold of us online, cheekyjaguar.com. Find this book. It is absolutely, absolutely amazing. And uh, just go over. Find these folks. They are fantastic. It is amazing, amazing stuff. Check out What About Us? We Are Victims, com slash blog slash. We'll spell it. We've got a uh, great guest joining us on the telephone as well. It is the uh, world-famous Cheeky Jaguar Radio Broadcast. Let's go to the telephones. Go ahead and uh, give us a brief introduction on yourself, my friend. Yes, uh, my, my, my name is Gary Comer, and uh, I'm a, a writer. I've uh, written a couple books uh, that have to do with um, how the church can go about uh, reaching uh, a thrifting culture, and uh, so uh, Soul Whisper is the book that most people know me for, and uh, it's really about um, how Jesus spoke uniquely and powerfully into people's lives, and so I really want to help people to see kind of how he did that, and uh, then I've also written a new work called Remission that came out this year, and it's geared a little bit more towards uh, church leaders and teams on uh, looking at uh, what's happening in the culture and uh, how we need to change and how we can do some things differently to be more effective uh, in reaching people. Fantastic. Yeah. We have got uh, Gary Comer with us today. He's a motivational speaker. He's the founder of Soul Whisper Ministries. He's a discipleship uh, path designer, best-selling author of Remission, Rethinking How Church Leaders Create Movement, and Soul Whisper, Why the Church Must Change the Way It Views Evangelism. And Gary with us today here on our broadcast. Now, um, talk to us a little bit about your two books here. 
Yeah, yeah. Soul Whisper, uh, Soul Whisper was um, something that uh, you know really believe that God brought to me, uh, and uh, it happened through my own experience of journeying with a couple skeptics. One was an atheist, and the other I would just call a theistic skeptic, believed in God but didn't believe in the Christian faith. But um, I got into relationships with. Uh, Two of these individuals, and uh, and over a long course, uh, nine months with my atheist friend, and six months with uh, my other skeptic friend, uh, I journeyed with them, and uh, and through that time, uh, there was just so much that I learned. Uh, uh, my atheist friend was so brilliant. Uh, so bright, and uh, and we really developed a deep uh, rapport. And uh, through that whole experience, um, I ended up just getting tons of inspiration for you know helping other people to kind of see what's going on in the human side of the whole equation, whether it's the rational side or the motivational side. Uh, but he ended up coming into the faith, and uh, and and uh, my other friend. Um, actually came into the uh, faith too. Uh, I was doing some counseling work with um, them as a couple, and uh, the husband uh, decided to leave her, and so she was going through a difficult time. Uh, but uh, we worked through some of those different issues, and she eventually saw, I think, what faith could bring to her life, as, as well as, as what he, he saw that too. And so both came into the faith, and, and through that, I, I, just an enormous amount of inspiration. I got into a doctorate program, uh, studying and researching and looking at the Bible, and, uh, and out of that came Soul Whisper, really a, a, a capture of how Jesus uh, spoke to people. And there, there's a, a biblical story of the Samaritan woman and Jesus, and it's a great, famous story, um, but one of the things that she said really jumped out at me. She, she said uh, to Jesus, you know, um, and he's at the well, and uh, and she says, you know, you have no utensil, and uh, nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. And when she said that, I thought, you know what, that is very much a picture of what's happening in the culture today. Uh, that's, that's really a picture of distance that we have more people who are farther from faith. And with a lot of the different changes that have happened in the culture, and I can expound on that a little bit more, um, there, there's some need for us to learn some new tools and to learn how to reach wider. And so I wrote, I've written two books that focus on that. Well, uh, expand on that. You, you you mentioned expanding on that a little bit more. Do that for us. Yeah, yeah. The uh, you know one of the huge studies that came out here uh, a little bit ago was the American Religious Identification Survey, and that study that came out in 2008 was hugely revealing as far as what is happening in the culture, and it reflected just a shift, uh, a, a huge shift. Um, from like 8% to 15% of the population identifying themselves as non-religious. And we had not seen anything like that uh, before. And, and I believe that those numbers, Barna has uh, revealed that those numbers have 
only increase. And so, and we also have a, a challenge with reaching the younger generation, the, the millennials, uh, the missing millennials from the church. It's become a big conversation. And, uh, you know, what research has shown uh, is, is that uh, one in five uh, of the younger, under 30 millennial crowd uh, do not believe church attendance is important. And so that's a very big shift and change. And what it, what it really means is we have more people who are in the culture and growing up in, in the culture who are outside of the hub of the church. And so my, <laughs> my passion and my vision is, you know, how can we bring, which I really believe is a, a life-giving message in every way, how can we do a better job of bringing that message of Christ to the world? And how can we reach wider in a culture that's uh, divided and polarized in some ways, uh, but also is, is just more pluralized? We have just a lot of different views. And, and, you know, I'm talking about the non-religious. There's also the religious sector of our globe, and uh, I, I think that we also need to take to heart um, the, the other faiths and religions. One in five um, people on this globe are, are Muslim, and I have a dear Muslim um, uh, uh, imam friend that I've been building relationships with, and I just think that friendships need to happen uh, outside the church, and I have a lot to say about how to do that. We've got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast, Gary Comer. And uh, check out the website, soulwhisperministry.com slash about. And uh, Gary Comer with us today here on our big broadcast. Now, um, talk to us a little bit about growing up in a faithless family. Can you be the first? Well, yes, you can, and I am a perfect example of that. <laughs> so uh, I have described myself um, as I've kind of reached out to people in the community, and some of that is through church ministry, and some of that is through kind of extensions of compassion ministries out there. But I've described myself with the three S's, um, uh, a sinner, <laughs> secular, uh, and skeptic. And I was really all three of those in the biggest ways uh, growing up. And so, yeah, my father was against the church, uh, had a bad experience, unfortunately, that at least he alluded to. And uh, so I grew up in a, a secular family. And, and certainly, I, I think that the, the, the thing that needs to, to happen is, and this is why I, I think it's so important that we relook at what we're doing in, in, in the church. I, I, we have great churches out there throughout the country and, and uh, really throughout the world, uh, and there's many large churches, and yet we have a growing number of people who are, oh, I say, outside the joining circle of the church, and meaning they're just not going to jump into church at, at an in, the invitation, even the invitation from a friend. But what can be uh, effective is, uh, is relationships and relationship building. And, and when relationships uh, coupled with some 
ability to be able to communicate our faith in a meaningful way happens, then anyone can come into the faith. And certainly God is not limited in any way as far as drawing people, but I think that's really what God is doing in the world, and perhaps it's the greatest story that's taking place. It's not the story that's covered in the media or covered on uh, the front pages, but it is the story of, of God's activity and his working. And uh, so um, this whole idea of drawing the heart is really fits what Jesus did, and it's very awesome. I mean, he, he uses words to picture what faith would bring to someone. The example of the Samaritan woman that I mentioned, you know, living water, living water is what he, you know, uh, communicates to her, that she could have living water. And uh, something that, life that would well up within her. And when she heard him picture it that way, she, she wanted it. And it drew her. And so I believe that if people can see what it is that faith brings to their life, and if the churches can get better at helping people to see that, uh, I think we would see much greater response from those who are non-religious. Uh, I had a uh, I had a conversation with a, an African pastor friend of mine over training uh, church leaders over in Kenya, and he said this once. He, he said um, people in the cities um, are where they are regarding faith by not by chance but by choice. And I I thought when he expressed that he said, oh, that's a very great way to depict what is happening today. It's not that people haven't heard. Uh, it's that they're making a choice. And, and, and I want, James, I want to express what I believe that choice is. Uh, the, the choice is, is that their self-directed life, their life that they have and their self-directed life, they would perceive that to be greater than the Christ-offered life, the life that, that Jesus offers to people. And he does offer life to, to every person, and he offers um, tremendous uh, uh, power to change and uh, perspective and relationship to really be changed in the deepest of ways. Um, but that, that choice that people are making, how do we get to that deeper place in conversations, in relationships, where people can then question that choice. You know, is that, is that really the best choice? Because I believe with all my heart that God offers something for everybody that is big and transformational, will bless people, will benefit people in the greatest of ways. Um, and I think it's very particular, too. Jesus speaks very uniquely to each person. He doesn't say the same thing to, to, to anyone. And so that was another thing that I wanted to draw out with, with Soul Whisper was, you know, look, look how personal he is. Look how he reads people and how he gets into their storyline at a deep level of really what their journey is and what they need. And so that takes some learning, and that's why uh, reading the books is, is very uh, helpful and eye-opening uh, along the lines of understanding how to have spiritual influence. 
Well, it is a uh, fantastic, fantastic uh, set of books, and uh, I appreciate you making time for us today. Before we let you go, my friend, how do we find you on the web and social media? Yes, uh, I my um, my website is is uh, soulwhispererministry.com, and so you can uh, contact me there, sign up for a newsletter, uh, all that. We also uh, I'm on Twitter and. Uh, very active on Twitter, um, Facebook, and all that. But following me on Twitter would be great. Facebook, uh, Instagram, uh, we're there. Uh, the books are out on. Uh, you grab them on Amazon, Kindle versions, uh, and they're uh, Barnes and Noble, all the all the other outlets as well. So um, thank you so much, so James. Thank you for allowing me to come on. Definitely, definitely, and we will have you back, my friend. You are a uh, Wealth of information. Have yourself a wonderful, wonderful holiday. Thank you, my friend. You too. Thank you, Tim. Appreciate Bye. it. There he goes. We're going to take a break and come back with more here on our Monday edition. Got more coming up. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.